And we're off. Off to the races. And as Lucas Ryder going up in first, and then we got Jay Marshall close behind him. We got Andrew Clark picking up the rear, and here comes Ryan Holtz. He's, he's gaining on the leader, and Lucas Ryder's falling right by the line. It's a win by a nose. I don't know who won. Ryan, only you could make turtle racing that exciting. <laughs> Call back. That's true. Call back for all those dedicated fans. Was I there for that? Yeah, you were. Heard no. of turtles in a rainstorm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see the connection between that and turtle racing. But <laughs> well, they're off. Yeah. A couple weeks back, Jade and I were driving home, and there was a huge thunderstorm system that kind of just overtook us about halfway, uh, or about a half hour into our drive, two-hour drive. Uh, the entire time, we could see like this giant black cloud following us. And about a half hour in, it caught up to us. And the rain and wind was so bad that we had to pull over into a farm and and wait for it to like uh, slow down a little bit. And then even after that, we were going 20 miles an hour under the speed limit. And at one point, we drove past an area that had like a creek bed and just thousands upon thousands of frogs were jumping across the road as I drove through. Oh, I remember that! And there was Uh. nothing I could do. I had to just go through. There were so many. They they were crawling over each other, just like like a 100-foot stretch of road was just solid frog you monster and they were hopping all over the place i'm like i have to go through there's nothing i can do what is your rough estimate of how many frog lives were lost that day i mean there were a good amount of dead ones by the time i got there from other cars but i'm sure i killed my fair share i didn't kill the frogs i just defiled their corpses Oh no, I killed frogs. Oh, the, oh, frogs died. Oh god, let me tell you. I was like a B B52 bomber dropping napalm over the forests. <laughs> Cuz that's what B52s did. <laughs> I thought they sang about rock lobsters. Oh god. Oh. oh god. Uh, I'm I'm here all week. Kill me. A rock lobster? That was wrong. That's our, that's our transition. Yeah, I, th- I was going to say, I think that's where we put the the intro. Wow. And you okay. got to isolate that rock lobster clip, and that's our transition for every single category. Beautiful. Welcome to the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where we reference Family Guy parodies of V-52 songs. Uh, Today on the podcast, we have 
the lightning American himself, Andrew Clark. Hello. We also have the teacher of winter's harshness, Ryan Holtz. Yeah, I mean, winter's harshness kind of <laughs> drove me away. I don't know if I studied it enough yeah, no, to he, become a teacher. <laughs> he, he was scarred so much that he traveled to go tell people about how harsh winter is. I told the tale. But Babies that's not all. dying in their mother's arms. Frogs scattered across the street. <laughs> but we also have she who is one with a fiery passion that burns. Jade Morshauser. Hi. And last but not least, the mystic seer of the future. Me, Lucas DeRider. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird to call yourself, but not yeah. least. <laughs> I mean, uh, one of these other suckers is the least, <laughs> but it ain't me. Um, and lastly, the man with the largest penis in the group. God. Me. Are we getting back to this? I thought I missed that episode. Uh, sadly. Um, also, total disclosure, I found out that Pokemon gym leaders all have, uh, like, monikers that describe who they are and what they're about. So I absolutely just lifted those for this episode. Oh. Yeah. I was, I was the teacher of winter? Yeah, winter's harsh. How is that a moniker? It's longer than the name. No, it was just a really long name. <laughs> the name would have to be really long. Wait, what was mine again? Uh, you, you, you were actually cutting out while you were talking about that on my end. Oh, you were the Lightning American, which was the... I, I like the descriptor for Lieutenant Surge from Pokemon Red and Blue. Lieutenant Surge? Uh, yeah. I, I might be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure when you fight him, uh, way back in the first game, he's like, there's no way you can defeat me. And my Pokemon that I trained during the war. <laughs> Which war? I, apparently there was a Pokemon war and they made them fight each other. And I want that fucking game. I mean, there's an American region in canon apparently then. Yeah, uh, yeah actually. The, like Gen 5 is in New York. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. I knew they went to Hawaii, Legit. but... Oh. But wait, it's it's legit New York? or Well, like, Pokemon New York, but yeah. Pokey York. But it's, but it's still called America. No, it is not. They reference America but, as being a place, but this isn't in America. It's not okay. in America? It's based on New York. It's basically the Pokemon version of New York. But there is an, a real New York in the Pokemon universe. Yeah, I think so. I, I think like there's a, I think there's a descript. Poke dude, Pokemon canon is worse than fucking uh, Fortnite lore. <laughs> Wait, but didn't um, well, Mewtwo's or the uh, Jinx is a Jinx? Uh, Jinx? No. Uh, uh, did, oh God, what's the repeat Pokemon? Um, Ditto. Ditto. Ditto is a, a failed Mew clone, and then Mewtwo is the successful one. Ah, lore. <laughs> sure. 
Jade, what's your take on Pokemon I lore? Have no take. No. <laughs> which uh, which video game uh, fandom lore is the worst lore? I don't know any anything. Wait, I was gonna say, how about um, Fate? <laughs> Does anyone remember Fate? Heard of it? I feel like I remember. I, I remember that being a really popular game that I never played. Wasn't that Fable, or am I thinking of something else? No, there was a game called Fate. I remember that. Yeah. Huh. Don't they still make Fate? I don't know. I think they do. All I know is that it came on my family PC, and I would just play it, like, the the trial version. <laughs> As a kid. Oh, Fate! I remember this game. Yeah. Yeah, this game was the fucking shit. <laughs> like, I played it at the neighbor's house. Well, Maybe I did have the oh God. version. I don't know. It was a good time. <laughs> Minecraft lore is pretty fucking atrocious. Oh my God. It's a bunch of... Wait, Minecraft has lore? Well, it does have a story mode now, but back before they had a story mode, it was like a bunch of 13-year-olds making up, like, what actually happened? Why you're all alone? What all these zombie pigmen are? And, like, it was, it was real, real fucking bad, oh. guys. <laughs> And there was, and uh, did- what's his name? Um, um, uh, Harrowbrin. Harrowbrin, the, the, the creepy Steve clone who was apparently in all the worlds and, uh, come to get ya, Harrowbrin. It's dumb. And, Look and up Harrowbrin if you, dig- you want to not be scared. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you dig deep enough, you find the uh, creator of the game's manifesto on how straight white men are the most oppressed people in society. Yeah, he made his money. (laughs) He made his money, now he sits in his ivory tower in L.A. just tweeting. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Marcus Person, everyone. He'll probably see this and then tweet about it. (laughs) That would actually... He's like the most thin-skinned billionaire I think that has ever existed. (laughs) Take that, Elon Musk. Yeah, honestly, yeah, he's, he's even worse than Elon Musk as of late. Congratulations. Yeah. Honestly, have, there he it. goes. The biggest push <laughs> in the universe. That would honestly be the best thing for this podcast if he found it was like, this thing sucks. <laughs> and tweeted about it. Yep. Eh. We could have Sarah Palin saying like, oh, I was tricked. And then, <laughs> that's some pretty good media media bump. I'll tell you that much. Mm. Uh. Speaking about uh, people posting shitty things and then kind of backtracking about them on the internet, let's get to our first story of this week's news for video games. Lucas, take it away. Closing time. One last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or bit. That's that's the transition. It would also make more sense at the end. And also, like, that's just you admitting that you weren't going to isolate the clip of you singing earlier and using it as all the transitions in this video. No, I'm going to overdub it. It'll be great. It'll be glorious. No, he's not even going to... That's the thing, is that he's not going to isolate (laughs) the parts of him singing. He's just going to leave the straight audio in. Oh, um, so, okay, uh, now former IGN Nintendo editor Philip Mewson 
was fired following the revelation that he had been plagiarizing other uh, writers' reviews. As uh, was discovered for his Dead Cells review, a recently released really great uh, Metroidvania-style game. Um, and then following that, it became known that he had been doing this for uh, a couple of other things due to the uh, reporting of other journalists in the industry. Uh, that was on Monday of last week. BT Dubs, we're recording this on uh, August 14th. Uh, in the like couple days later, he put out a really weird video that was like saying he understands why IGN fired him, but still denies that he intentionally plagiarized, which doesn't make any sense because plagiarism by definition has to be intentional. Um, and then in update number two, Electric Boogaloo, uh, Phil took down his apology video um, because in that video he said, yeah, you know, I only plagiarized this uh, one thing, but even then, not really. All of you out there are going to find no other examples of me maybe plagiarizing stuff. And then people found a bunch of examples of him plagiarizing stuff. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> he laid down the internet gauntlet, which is a risky move, let me tell you. He's like, I dare you, yeah. find other evidence of my wrongdoing. And the internet was like, woo, rubbing their hands together. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, like, count. we talked about it last week, and like the last couple of weeks. This is pretty much just the, like one of the newer, I mean, it's not a new thing, but this is like the new trend of like people going after you know, celebrities on the internet just kind of drudging up old examples of them saying and doing shitty things on the internet. And, like, that's what they do for fun. And he told them to go do it. I uh, This guy is a... I, I don't know if he's just a fucking idiot, if he's in a weird place in life where he thought that... Well, no, I can't even say that because he's been doing this for years, apparently. But just what the fuck's going on with this guy that he thought, A, that this was okay... And B, that he thought he could get away with it for any amount of time. This I, this is ridiculous. This is like one of five things you're not supposed to do in this job. And he... It's exasperating. Well, Jade, Lucas, you guys both studied journalism in college. How hard is it? To plagiarize, or how how easy is it? I should say. I'd say it's easier rather than harder to plagiarize. I mean, yeah, what this guy did was uh, another a small time YouTuber did a review of this game like half a week before uh, Phil put his out, and yeah, he just changed the order of some words around while leaving the intent of each individual sentence totally the same. Um, and I guess this was actually kind of interesting to watch play out in real time on Twitter uh, because at first people were like, it just, oh, the story's starting to pop up. Oh, well, the beginning of these are like, I, I could see how maybe there'd be plagiarism here, but not really just because we use these same eight descriptions of video games in our shitty lexicon. Like, the controls are so fluid, and the graphics are really stylish, and it's like a Dark Souls-esque whatever. 
but then the entire his entire like thousand word article was identical so hopefully you guys had lives in the early part of high school and don't remember this (laughs) but there was a call of duty youtuber named raw instinct who got in trouble for this exact thing where a, a very small youtube channel named i fly illini was posting like kind of unique like call of duty videos of like different challenges or whatever and then like literally one day later raw instinct like a channel like 10 times his size would just post the exact same video of him doing whatever that guy was doing for like five months like he built up a backlog of like 80 videos where it was just the exact same concept as this guy two or three days after he had posted it like it was absolute insanity, and I don't know why that happens on YouTube specifically. It seems like consistently small channels are just ripped off entirely because they really don't have a voice big enough to call it out. And I'm glad that this guy found the found the wherewithal, similar to I Fly Illini, to get his message out there that he was getting robbed. Um, I- yeah, I mean, I mean, like, there's no, uh, you know, like I guess there are standards and. Uh, you know things in YouTube there are regulations but it's not the kind of industry like you have in television where if one creator has an idea ripped off they have like legal precedent and like a huge legal uh, force behind them to you know fight that case whereas like these are literally just people that post things on the internet Mm -hmm. and if someone takes it and like also posts it on the internet I don't know if there's really a a legal structure to like figure out what to do there um i also know this is a lot more common with video because uh it's just harder to catch when it's in video format um because articles you can do a hot key search and there are actually some uh ai programs that i think cost a fee but i'm not positive that will actually do plagiarism checks uh automatically but yeah, that, that, that's why it's in video. And just as an aside, uh, pet peeve of mine and IGN, all of your reviews are just somebody writing out like an article or a script or I'm actually not sure which happens first, but then reading it and then making that into a video. I, I am not a fan of that. These are two different things and you can't just like, oh, yeah, and the video for this review is just going to be us reading the article. That's. Not a fan, but... I mean, that's not exactly what it is, but also that's what all reviews are. Do you, I mean, like, no, other I'm, I'm video saying... game sites, when they review stuff, aren't just, like, free freehanding it and saying, like, all right, guys, here it is. Like, let's do a review. Like, they, they have a script written out, and then they read it, and then there's gameplay happening at the same time. No, but I'm saying if you want to write a review to be read and if you want to write a review to be watched as a video... Those should be two different things. You shouldn't just publish the text of the review along with the video, you know? I mean, it's usually the same thing. Like, on on IGN, you have, you know, you click on the review, and then it's the article, but then at the top is also the video that goes along with it. And then they're just reading the review. So you can do one or the other. My point is that it... uh, it's two different experiences that I think should be approached with different writing styles, but that's me. Yeah, that's me being picky. 
we got anything else on this one? Or just fuck this guy and moving on? Fuck Raw Instinct. <laughs> you thought you got away, but you didn't. I remember. I'll always remember. <laughs> All right, next up in video game news, Masahiro Sakurai once again whips his dick on the table right in the middle of a Nintendo Direct uh, and has a bunch of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate info. Uh, highlights include Simon Belmont and King K. Rule as playable characters, uh, Krom, Richter Belmont, and Dark Samus as new Echo Fighters. Uh, the game is coming with a mobile app uh, that allows you to listen to music in the game whenever you want using your phone. Uh, so suck it, YouTube. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> Oh, you have to pay for a thing on YouTube to, like, listen to music while your uh, screen is off through your phone? This will just let you do that yeah. whenever. For free. Yeah, but... Wait, what? What? Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. So let's, you, so, let's say you, like, pull up an album or a soundtrack on YouTube, and you want to listen to that. Yeah, looks, I, know, I know how yeah, it works know how on works. YouTube. What are you talking about with this? Well, Oh, if you buy the game, you can download an app for free that lets you listen to, like, all of the 700 or I think it's, like, up to 1,000 now soundtracks that are in the game whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, YouTube, so it's, it's it basically just YouTube doesn't own that sound, that music. That's why yeah. you're not allowed to do that. Well, like, yeah, but you can yeah, pay like, for it. And then you... That was yeah, my but that's, like, Spotify. Oh, uh, Okay. Like you pay for it and then you get the the, the quality access stuff, which yeah. then they can pay the creators with. All this is is basically doing what a lot of video games do: is you buy the game, then you get a free download for the soundtrack. Well, yeah, except most games. That it's just that they made an entire app for it, and most games don't have as much music as uh, this upcoming Smash Bros is gonna. But um, yeah, also a couple new modes, including tournament. Uh, Tying Final Smashers to meters, stage swapping, mid-match, stage swapping, blah. Uh, a Super Smash Bros. version of Battle Royale, kinda. Um, then a couple of new stages like New Donk City and the original Pokemon Stadium. And also Luigi died in the middle of the first trailer. So that was kind of horrific. May he rest in peace. Rip Luigi. He became what he hunted. He became music. Um, so I'm confused. What do you, what do you mean by a battle royale? I don't uh, know how that works. You're going to drop out of the sky oh as a knee. <laughs> you're you're going to play Fortnite. And you're going to pick up characters. But with Super Smash Bros. characters. Uh, so like in um, death matches which I think that's what they were called, uh, like basically the overtime like tiebreaker stuff. Mm-hmm. It used to be that you would just like try to get a single hit on your opponent and that would knock him off the stage. And then if it took too long, balls would just start falling out of the sky. Now, fire encroaches in uh, as a circle from the corners of the screen uh, to a random point on the stage. Uh, and if you get touched by the fire, you automatically lose, and if you get hit by your opponent, you automatically lose. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. Well, that is kind of. <laughs> A lot of the bones are there. Fair enough. Well. Uh, 
just real quick, uh, not really anything to this, but uh, Bethesda says Fallout 76 won't be released on Steam. They're not doing Steam, oh. which don't know why. They and then don't... like people said, like does does this mean you're not doing uh, Steam for you know any of, our, of your future games? And they were like, whoa, 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 we never said that. Just not this one. Like, why? They're like, we have our reasons. They don't want to pay Steam the 30% of, like, the... of the game's revenue uh, for, like, the initial, like, sales they get from it. I'm sure it'll be on Steam eventually. They just don't want to give up that slice of the pie so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It might hurt them. It makes sense. I just think that a lot more people would buy it if it was on Steam. That is for certain. I... Mm. I don't know, at 60 bucks, I think anybody who is going to buy this game is going to be willing to download Bethesda's launcher, sign up for whatever Bethesda Play is, or whatever it's called, and just go that route. Maybe. I I did see that the beta is, like, your progress in the beta carries over to the full game, which made me go, why is it a beta? (laughs) Is that bad? it's a server test yeah that's kind of what it sounds like yeah i think it's i i would say a stress test would be a better uh moniker these terms mean nothing anymore fortnite is the most popular game out right now and it's an early access It, it it they ruined this language well the language has been completely tarnished well before this so yeah that's how it rolls on to tv what's going on with netflix insatiable oh did you guys not hear about this at all no fucking clue people are fuming angry about this new netflix original oh yeah okay jade and ryan you're the only ones that (laughs) know about this I mean, like, I guess Jade told me right before we started the podcast what this is about, but yeah. shoot. So, well, um, Netflix, re- well, they released it. People first got really pissed when they saw the trailer, and then they were petitioning to stop the release of the show, which Netflix ignored, because they say, like, the show is just one big fat joke, basically. To put it okay. simply. So it's about this girl who, like, um is like overweight and she's like a high school um student and she like gets made fun of and everyone's really mean to her at school and then like a hobo punches her in the face and she has to have her jaw wired shut for the summer and she loses a hundred pounds because she's on a liquid diet so then when she goes back to school everyone's like oh my god she's hot now and then like she starts like getting revenge and like almost murders some people and stuff like that I, um, there was an anime with an eerily similar setup a couple <laughs> years ago, except they played it mostly for humor. I mean, and... it's it's a cliche. No, it's it's a comedy. It's uh, definitely a comedy. Insatiable is a comedy. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. I think a lot of people. The thing that people are angry about. Well, like they stick. So the actress is Debbie Ryan. And for, like, the exposition of the show, they, like, stick her in, like, a terrible fat suit. And they're like, look oh, at boy. this fat girl. Oh, my God. And then, like, she's, like, pretty. 
after, like, later, and then, like, most of the show is her, like, just trying to get revenge on people, I guess. This feels like something that should have been made in, like, 2004. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe we already talked yeah, this about this. terribly dated. Did, we, did I no. mention this last time I was on here? I don't think so. No, no. Yeah. I've been having. I, mean, I think I would. I've been having a lot of deja vu today. <laughs> no, we haven't talked about okay. this before. Maybe I died and I'm reliving this day now. <laughs> I've heard from quite a few sources that it's it's just a terrible TV show. So yeah. Why is it called Insatiable? Because her taste for revenge can't be satisfied. And neither can her taste for food. <sighs> I mean. I, uh, no, <laughs> I, I, it, it, this doesn't merit being analyzed with any kind of logic, does yeah, it? Yeah, that's kind of what I was going with. I'm like, this is just a dumb show, and everyone's like, oh, it's it's like terrible representation, and I'm like, isn't she like, she doesn't like those people that are now like, oh, you're so hot, like, she kind of sees through them within the context of the show as being like super shallow and only mm-hmm. interested in her now that she's like skinny like I, I didn't think that the message was overtly terrible just that the show sounded dumb yeah that's kind of yeah. how i felt in i don't know yeah i mean i i can see if you went like oh she went this through this transformation and then she was accepted that being like not the best message in the world but like she rejects that ex- that acceptance that acceptance because she thinks like there's a lot of these people are all phony and terrible yeah i can't really speak much for it because i haven't seen the show i just know that like apparently like there's some guy that's mean to her and then she gets skinny and then they start dating or something like that a lot of people had issues with that particular detail i don't know i feel like people just like to get worked up over things there's probably been a lot worse um themes in the history of television and film uh in regards of fat shaming than the show yeah, I would say that. Yeah. We want to go on to movies? <laughs> so many movies. Okay. Um, Let's burn through them. Johnny Depp's City of Lies film uh, about the murder of Notorious B.I.G. gets pulled one month before its release date. Is that kind of just because Johnny Depp's super shitty? I think so, and also maybe they read the room and realized, hey, what if we make a movie that's about uh, Notorious B.I.G.'s death, but also about this white guy investigating Notorious B.I.G.'s death and make it more about him uh, than the actual celebrity will maybe make some money. Sounds like a waste of a good story. Yep. Yeah. Did you guys um, read, I think it was Hollywood Reporter. There was like a reporter that underwent like three weeks of interviews with Johnny Depp. and like, <gasps> I heard about read, that. Yeah. It's a really yeah. good read. I need to read he that. Is insane. <laughs> he is just on a different planet. Yeah. It's really like, wow, a human being can get to that level. Mm-hmm. Like something else. It reads like an expose. But, like, the writer was literally just documenting what was happening around him mm-hmm. as the whole, yeah. like, as his interviews were going down. It was absolutely insanity. Have you guys heard about the definitely never going to be released movie, The Billionaire's Club? Actually, I'm sorry. It was Rolling Stone. 
Oh, okay. Yep, that yeah, makes sense. That's it. But yeah. Anyway, what? Oh yeah, Billionaires Club. I did. I have not. So the Billionaires Club is a movie that is never going to be made because the climate is so different than it's. I think 2014, uh, maybe 2016, like initial release date. Um, it, the premise is that there are a bunch of young men. Uh, all old money walking around in like suits being wealthy and stuff uh, and the movie is about them learning how to be like upper class the social elite um, and are very much being groomed by Kevin Spacey uh... yeah and this movie will also never come out but I also really want it to come out <laughs> just to see in like that two years where it got delayed, how accidentally terrible it is in this new climate. Clap, clap, oh, clap. Awkward silence. <laughs> oh yeah, we're leaving that in. Getting tons of views for the awkward silence. It's what we're known for. Uh, Ben Schwartz, voice of Rutabaga Rabatowitz in Bojack Horseman, and Gene Ralfalo. Oh, no. Persti- had some douchey guy in Parks and Rec. Come uh, on. I don't watch Parks and Rec. I'm sorry. I do not watch Parks and Rec. Also, Ben watched- Schwartz is a pretty well-known person. I feel like there's other things you probably could have credited to. <laughs> I looked at his Wikipedia page. There wasn't anything that's like, oh, he's this guy. I he was just off my radar. Okay. If you guys want to do a quick Google search, like go for it. But um Dude, he was it in DuckTales. Ma- As Dewey. <laughs> the lamest of the time. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, but you know, none of his other pedigree matters because he's going to be the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the upcoming live-action movie. Fun. Yeah. I have to play a lot of um, Sonic to prepare. Now, <laughs> so many chili dogs. Now, whenever it, during those playthroughs, whenever Eggman comes on screen, instead of like looking at the screen, instead imagine. Jim Carrey, uh, with like a pillow shoved in his shirt to give him a beer gut, uh, and that guy giving Sonic the business, because I think that's what they're gonna do for the movie. I mean, yeah. Jim Carrey's gonna be Eggman. A live-action Eggman. Not Eggman's not gonna be animated. Jim Carrey's not the voice of Eggman. Jim Carrey is Eggman. That's how the uh, title card is gonna open. Jim Carrey is Eggman. Mm. Nope. And Ben Schwartz is gonna reprise his Jean Ralphio. And it's gonna be great. John Rolalfo. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, you need to watch Parks and Rec, my man. Have you ever even tried it? Or I've caught a couple of episodes. Hey, I, I think you ever tried nice. Parks and Rec? Was it like season You'll one? You'll like it. Uh I think it was season one. Yeah. That that's garbage. Okay. You could literally skip to season two, episode one. You wouldn't miss anything. Like, but, and you'd love it. <laughs> but I want to see Star Lord at his chubbiest. He's not. He's in that like two episodes of that season. Like he was. He was definitely supposed to be like the douchebag boyfriend 
that leaves after season one, but instead everyone loved him, so they kept him around. All right. Uh, speaking of stuff that's douchey and just kind of kept around, who wants to talk about the Oscars? <laughs> it was my category, so I'll throw it up there. Um, <laughs> Oscars is uh, making some changes to keep up with the youth. <laughs> um, the the big thing that they wanted to do was get the telecast to three hours because lately it's been ballooning to three and a half to three hours and 45 minutes. Um, so they are going to now not broadcast the below the line awards instead opting to film them during commercial breaks and then have a highly edited version air at the very end of the broadcast. And then they are also the most controversial part of this is they are adding um, an achievement in popular film award. <laughs> That's not going to make it and better. It's going to make it worse. <laughs> Quality-wise, yeah. no, at least. No, Quality-wise, but they only care about that sweet, sweet money. <laughs> oh, <of> the <laughs> Also, um, more films that don't consider to be recognized th- will be recognized. <laughs> yeah. They didn't give any details. They didn't give what the hell that means. But all it was is everyone speculating that they're going to be like, oh, here's the award for shit movie you guys watch. No, here's the real best picture. Like, <laughs> everyone's going to be like, what the hell? Like, Who knows? And I, maybe I, it'll make it better. <laughs> or maybe it'll make like a wider variety of films be considered for like the best film category. Because you have that popular film would... category to just throw a bunch of other shit in. <laughs> I think that they're going to put like big box office movies that might actually deserve well yeah that too the best picture yeah. nom into that category like can they be nominated for both like what about animated films can they go into best popular because they have their own category already oh and that's then, a like, good question i mean there's so many like dumb things brought up by this that it was such an obvious it's, not very well thought through money grab it's almost like too generic like what do you put in popular film can you have like maybe there's like a lifetime movie that does really really well <laughs> that's still a film it's made for tv but it's still a film can that be put in the popular film category yeah <laughs> yeah so so like are they going to be judging it based off of like tickets sold or is it going to be like no it's gonna hey be like he, achievement in popular like the best like gross popular film oh <laughs> Yeah, but, like, and, and I know that this is the point of the debate, but, like, what constitutes as, like, right? popular and what constitutes as best out of See, those? See, you have well. all the people that, you know, are on the board for Oscars, and they sit down at a table together, this is how I imagine my head, and they go, what movie do people really like that we don't hate, or something like that, and then they'll, like, throw it in yeah. there. <laughs> well, I mean, and, like, Dunkirk and Get Out were both huge movies last year mm-hmm. that both got noms for Best Picture, mm-hmm. like... And I think, yeah. honestly, personally, I think Get Out was the best picture last year, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, it just feels really weird to me. And honestly, it feels like they're doing it for Black Panther. Right? Uh, yeah. That's, that has to be what it is. Uh, they know that if Black Panther isn't nominated for best picture, a lot of people are going to freak out. So they got to give them something. And, oh, geez. The people who vote on this are too white and too out of touch to realize that this, yeah, probably the best movie of this year we got to fucking scramble. And so they invented this. Well, I don't think Black Panther is the best movie of this year, but that's fine. They're... No, I mean, like, I, I really enjoyed it. It's not the best movie. Yeah. Is that the... You know, just because it's, it's, a, it's a really entertaining movie. I mean, I, I legitimately I, I... think that Get Out 
should have won Best Picture last year versus mm. like Black Panther. Yeah. It's it's a good movie. I never saw. Do you think it, it would deserve it? Yeah. Get out. Hmm? Yeah, Get Out or Black. I Panther? I never saw Get Out. I saw Black Panther. Mm. Oh. Get Out. Get Out. Better. Very very <laughs> good movie. Very very good movie. Uh, I haven't seen. I haven't seen Black Panther. Do you guys think it would at least deserve a nomination or no. oh, for Best okay. Picture? No. no, it doesn't. It's going to win technical awards, no yeah. doubt, and probably mm-hmm. Best Achievement in Popular Film, but yeah. it's it's it doesn't deserve a nomination in my eyes. Some of the casting is pretty good, but overall, <laughs> yeah, no, like casting yeah. is great, but I mean, like it's still, a... and like I I I don't want to sound like a snob, but it is still like a Marvel yeah. superhero. <laughs> Yeah, action crapper. Like, it, I think it's probably one of, if not the best, out of those Marvel movies. But it's still, you know, it's not a Oscar, mm. typical Oscar Beatty kind of film. Mm, yeah. Like, Get Out, and like, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine was another movie that you know it didn't win, but I think it was up there for movies last year. No, it wasn't. Those are very good <laughs> cinematic artsy movies. Wait, no, it wasn't. What was that? <laughs> it was not up for best picture. No, I I know. I said it didn't it didn't get up there, but I meant for me, like up there oh. as in. You said it didn't best win, picture. but it but it was up there. I got gotcha. you. No, I'm I di- I didn't get nominated, but I mean like for movies that I would consider typical like artsy, you know, movies that sort of thing. Yeah, but. As I think about it more, yeah. I feel like I'm getting more on board this popular film category because I want Deadpool 2 to be recognized for something because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a fucking good movie. <laughs> it was a ride. I'd go see it again, like right now. I live like two blocks away from a movie theater. I'd be like, if I did nothing to do, I'd be like, oh, I'll go see Deadpool 2. Is it still playing? Is it in theater 8? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that if that's <laughs> gonna win. Like, hey. it, might, it might get a nom, but <laughs> oh, I don't want it. I don't need it to win. I just want it to be recognized. <laughs> for, like this dumb category that they created just for this purpose to make people go. Hey, yeah, I liked that. <laughs> They're all gonna be fucking superhero movies for. Po- it's like, and nominees are Ant Man and the Ant-Man. Wasp, yeah. Infinity War. Uh, tune in. Black Panther, Deadpool. <laughs> tune in for the 2022 MTV Oscar Awards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, best kiss. Mission is the Impossible, next Fallout. Uh, Boy, the Oscars, yeah, really, really arcane, really outdated. We gotta do something for the kids. Yeah, let's go on MTV. That's what young people are watching nowadays. Geez. So, do do you think it's going to? Be, it's not going to be like a fan vote, is it? No. Because at that, because if it was, we need to start a petition to get like a really shitty movie from like ten years ago nominated. Yeah. If you can like write in answers, I want like Ghost Shark from the Sci-Fi Ghost Channel to be, to be the I winner. Want, what is that? There's some Lifetime movie that has like a ton. It's got like Will Ferrell and like a bunch of other people in it, but it's serious. It's a very serious movie. <laughs> Is it Casa de Mi Padre? That's not very serious. A deadly oh, I, n- I never saw it. I, I heard it wasn't called. a funny movie. Everything was? Oh, oh, okay. No, I was just listing off obscure Will Ferrell yeah, movies no, in my head. It's Sorry. Will Ferrell and Oh, yeah, Everything Wig. Must Go. That, that was a weird movie. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What? 
Andrew, do you think Idris Elba's James Bond movie will be better than Idris Elba's The Dark Tower movie? Oh, I don't think... Well, while it is not confirmed that he will be the next James Bond, to answer your question, I don't see how it could be worse. <laughs> also, is it fair to call that Idris Elba's movie? Like, he was, he was no, the villain. He... he, 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 he he was doing his best. Also, Matthew McConaughey was the villain in the Dark Tower movie. Idris Elba oh, was God. the good guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about Matthew McConaughey. I blocked out all <laughs> of the marketing for that movie. Oh, God. I've so read bad. three of the books, and I'm pretty sure I could write a better Dark Tower movie than what they, they ended up going with. There you yeah. go. Now you just got to write a, write a spec. Yep. Definitely going to have a lot more Matthew Matthew McConaughey jumping around, being ridiculous, because that is what that character actually is. A lot more throwing six bullets into the air and slowly catching them one by one in your revolver and then flipping it closed and shooting a person. No, even better. He does the uh, uh, Fuji magic dust on the man in black, just reaches into his pocket, throws a bunch of bullets in his face, and then shoots him. <laughs> Scatter. <laughs> <laughs> I hope um, I hope he gets the part. Like I, he would genuinely be a great James Bond. Yeah, just good, solid actor, very powerful man. Uh, he's he's got the British British accent down. He's gonna be a good James Bond. Wait, isn't he British? Is he not? British? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's British. I was gonna say you were like he's got the he's British got accent, accent down, and I'm like he, he's got what? the accent he's down. <laughs> okay, well, isn't the British accent like actually not that important for James Bond? Is I mean, like he's, well, he's Sean British, Connery right? was the first James Bond, and he was Scottish accent the entire time. Close enough. Yeah, but that's still like British Isles. Yeah, right. It's right. made for like, an American James audience. Bond they, is... We don't care. <laughs> also, James Bond is canonically Scottish. Like, even in the original books, he was Scottish. Cool. And, like, in uh, Skyfall, his, like, childhood home is in Scotland. All right. And then speaking of a man who is, I guess, yeah, this is actually a really good setup. A person who is basically the polar opposite of everything Idris Elba is. Uh, Alex Jones and Infowars have been banned from numerous digital and social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, etc., just for being terrible. Um, but they're still on Twitter because Twitter is terrible. I mean, like, a lot of people are really mad about it. Uh, I don't. Like, and, and while, you know, I would like it if Twitter banned him, like... The guy, the Twitter guy's shitty response of like he didn't break any of our rules is technically true. Twitter's rules aren't very well defined, well, but Alex Jones didn't really break any of them, there, and neither did Infowars. Well, actually, there's an update to the story uh, because people were yeah act, uh, reacted very negatively to that shitty response. They're like, "Hey, here are dozens of inf- uh, instances of Alex Jones and Infowars breaking your rules." Then Twitter had a meeting, and then they were like. Well, yeah, but we, you know, those those instances don't really matter. We're going to leave them up because 
free speech and equal coverage and for everybody saying that, hey, maybe socialized healthcare should be great. We need to have a guy who, I don't know, bullies parents whose children died in mass shootings. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, if they got rid of all the Twitter trolls, the world would be a better place. But they can't do that. They can easily get rid of Alex Jones, and they're choosing not to for some... I genuinely don't know why at this point, other than they think he genuinely brings something of value to Twitter. And if they genuinely have that opinion, that is abhorrent to me. Do you realize, though, that he's been on these platforms for, like, six years, and they did nothing, and then all of a sudden, like, as soon as they got a little bit of pressure, they did it? Like, and this isn't like a win. I don't, I don't know. Maybe to me, it's like, congrats, YouTube and Facebook. Like, you were fine with it for a while, then people called you out, and then you finally caved after years of allowing his conduct. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not praising YouTube and Facebook. I'm just happy that, oh, hey, Alex Jones has one less source of livelihood. I mean, That's just, it's always going to be the pills. I, <laughs> it's always going to be the dick pills. <laughs> Anti-soy boy pill. Yeah, man. This this pill you actually insert into your urethra because you're a man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then following the destruction uh, by an anonymous activist, uh, the West Hollywood... Lala. The West Hollywood City uh, Council voted unanimously to remove... Uh, Donald Trump star from the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, he's not anonymous anymore. He, oh. he was like revealed who it was. He turned himself in. Um, also, West Hollywood has no power over the <laughs> the Hollywood Chamber of yeah. Commerce. Oh, like, really? oh, oh, okay. It's a total symbolic like move, and honestly, kind of a dumb one in my opinion. Like, I, ooh. This is the Chamber of Commerce. Like, all they do is just pay money to get their star on a walk. And and literally, Donald Trump's star is right next to Kevin Spacey's. <laughs> like, there's <laughs> half those stars are going to have to be uprooted if we start <laughs> if we start taking away this stuff that people just paid for. Like, it's not recognizing anything. So. I mean, like, just, you know, instead of removing it, maybe just, like, put a permanent footnote next to it. Like... Kevin Spacey, actor, born this day, famous for these roles, these roles, possible pedophile. <laughs> it says none of that. It says <laughs> Kevin Spacey, and it has a film camera. And for no, Donald I'm Trump, saying it says Donald Trump, and has a TV. No, no, I'm saying that instead of removing, you know, the stars of shitty people, what we should do is put little footnotes that have like little bios, and then just a very vague description of the shitty things that they've done. Yeah. That's all allegations, so, too. Like, none of it's ever going to go to court. So it's just... Yeah. It's really an impossible thing to do anything about, and considering the vote comes from not the right city? <laughs> Oof. Or yeah. the right, like, foundation, even? Like, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce isn't even, like, publicly appointed or anything? Like, yeah. Uh, just just a symbolic thing. I'll be honest. I've only... I've, I've been to the Hollywood Walk of Fame, just briefly... But um, I don't know if I'd even, like, be able to notice any of the vandalism because that street's already dirty as hell anyway. Mm. 
They're all vandalized. Oh, you this. <laughs> this one, the the guy well, took a yeah, pickaxe. He, yeah, I know. Dug it out. He just <laughs> went to town. <laughs> yeah. And, and that had previously already been done by a separate yeah. activist who was like the heir to like, God, what fortune was it? He was like the heir to some fortune. And it was just like... Convenient. It was like, it, it was like a random company fortune too. But I was like, there's heirs to that fortune? Like, like, that's like scotch one. tape. <laughs> it, I, oh my God, I think it might have been scotch Really? <laughs> this is not a joke. I only hold, thought of hold, that because I, I, at work I use a lot of scotch tape. Oh my god, if it it might have actually been the spectator guy. Please. Um who was he? Who was he? Um Oh no. Air. I've gotta find this. Uh where is it? The, oh no, it's James Otis, the heir to the Otis elevator. Oh, okay. Uh, oh that is really random. <laughs> what the what the hell is an Otis I fe- elevator? I feel like there's probably make, only like, two elevators. elevators. They're, they're they're the most popular elevator. The other elevators that elevator that their symbol looks kind of Freemasonry. Have you noticed that? There's one elevator. <laughs> the top two, one's Otis and one's Schneider. Those are the two big elevator companies. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I know because my dad has said that Otis is the good one and Schneider <laughs> is the awful one. <laughs> so there's that. Okay. Now we're gonna stay at this hotel tonight. They got the good elevators. Yeah, man. Jade, what kind of elevator do you think we have in our uh, new apartment? Is it Otis or? I is believe it, it said Westminster on it. Oh boy! You guys have to move the fuck <laughs> out of there right Get now. Get out of there! <laughs> well, you still can. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, a little life update for all you voluntary viewing podcast listeners. Jade and I. Uh, just moved this weekend. We're in our new place, so figuring out the Wi-Fi, figuring Not out buying the acoustics. A new so this is it. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, maybe we should invest in a good router." And she's like, it was, "No." It was the two hundred dollar one, or it was the seventy dollar one. Which one am I gonna get? And we got, and we got the fifty dollars. It was seventy dollars. <laughs> I'd like to issue a retraction. It's not the Schneider Elevator Company. It is the Schindler Elevator oh, Company. That, mm. Sorry to tarnish Schindler. your great name. It's Schindler Ooh. Elevators that are shitty. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to get into an elevator with Schindler on it. <laughs> I don't know what that's a reference to. But I'm oh, no, wait. Technically, technically he saved those Yeah, Jews. I was going to say <laughs> like, that. That was a terrible joke. Yeah, I know. I was like, I know where you're going that with that, but I don't burned. know what it means. Um, all right, next up on the docket, we have a little bit of free verse poetry, Hooters If Flourishing. I just changed it. I know it's that typo. Um, yeah, so I thought this was really random. I was just um, procrastinating at work, uh, scrolling through CNN. And, or, this is actually an article from Time, sorry. This is an article from Time that was basically saying that F- Hooters is doing very well, surprisingly. <laughs> and no one knows why. <laughs> it's just random. This is just um, a random thing I wanted to throw in here because I want something to talk about. <laughs> well, we, we've we all been to Hooters together once, and I don't know if I can explain why they're flourishing. You have to either. go to a Florida Hooters. That's the thing. You have to go to all Florida okay. Hooters, have the full experience. 
the Florida. Oh, don't say full experience the, in reference to Hooters. It's just a restaurant. Like, okay, like I love, so like. Okay, just a restaurant. <laughs> so I just think it was really funny, and I really liked the way this article was written because it was by a person who, like, was, is obviously, um, like, I would probably say, like, just reading the tone of this article is probably, like, someone who's, like, very, like, a feminist, someone who's, um, very, like, pro-women's rights, stuff like that, and, you know, and probably isn't someone who came from a family like me that would get together with their cousins and just meet at Hooters, you know, in the Fox Cities, you know, for lunch to hang out with your family, but, like, it's just talking about how, like, she goes to Hooters because she was, like, doing, investigating this article, and it's just, like, she's, like, confused because it's like oh there's just families um waitresses like moving lots of high chairs around because it's mostly families at those hooters and they're like beating out like a lot of chain restaurants in the united states so and internationally i'm a little confused don't say beating when referencing a hooters yeah (sighs) um i'm a little confused about the uh Oh shit! The video. Well, the video just started. Video? But, I didn't watch uh, the video. I don't the, know the, what this. No, no, no. But the th- the thumbnail for the video is a Hooters waitress holding a tray, you know, looking very smug, and behind her is the Me backdrop too, yeah. of a Me Too protest. <laughs> is the backdrop of what? A Me Too protest. <laughs> oh yeah, that's because they're talking about like how like this is the era of Me Too. Why is Hooters doing better? Like, their profits are increasing. Oh, so it, the article is saying, like, hey, this doesn't make any yeah. sense. Probably okay. because it's not the era of Me Too. Yeah, I don't know. Like, no. It's a very isolated movement within one industry. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just that the industry is the industry of media, which is what we see all the time. It's, it's just, um, like, it's an interesting concept for me to think about and talk about, because um, I know, I don't know this person, but my sister knows someone, she's friends with her, that just um, got a job at Hooters and loves it. This girl's so fucking pumped to work here. <laughs> it's really, it's, like, adorable. But um, it's just, like, kind of interesting <laughs> to think. I feel like it's, like, a new generation taking this tacky restaurant and just rolling with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, you know what? I am interested to see what future Hooters looks like. Will they go cyberpunk? We don't know. We can only no. Hope, like the but... thing is, the reason why they're doing well is because it's literally like they talk. It's like walking to a time capsule. Nothing's changed in thirty years, and nothing's going to change in thirty years. <laughs> Stands on its own. <laughs> I well, I mean the people who like the heyday, they think the heyday was thirty years ago. They're all going to be dead in another thirty. But years, then you got all so the I people. Then you got like the the people going. I was born in the wrong generation, and then they go like Hooters to like look at the Reeboks and like obvious like blatant sexism and like where you can get a plate with like crab legs and chicken wings, like same meal, like. They want to go back to that time. <laughs> uh, I, I don't understand it, but I don't think I'm expected I to. I mean, that's the point uh, of the whole article. No one understands. <laughs> what um, What's the new thing harming teens? Is it Jewel? Because I got stuck on a train... Uh, heading into Chicago from the suburbs during Lollapalooza, and I'm pretty sure I was the only person. Well, 
Everybody in that carriage was under 30, but I was also the only person in that carriage not to have a jewel, whatever that device is. Do, Dispenser? Do all those have nicotine in them? They do have nicotine. That's terrible. Okay, mm-hmm. stupid. Don't do jewel. Technically, technic- I think they're technically marketed as something that's supposed to help you stop smoking because it gives you nicotine. And it, like... And it's like a nicotine patch, but you're still smoking, but it's like kind of vaping, and it's a bunch of stupid, mostly like anyway. like young people do this, like like eighteen year olds, sixteen year olds do like that bothers me because nicotine's like really fucking bad for you, and nicotine isn't like a harmless drug. <laughs> it's an addictive substance that does cause like harm to your brain. But this is okay, a- mom. It- <laughs> when will you learn that smoking's cool? I don't know. Maybe soon. Maybe when. Maybe one day I'll crack. <laughs> maybe mm. soon. What, what the fuck? I mean, better than cigarettes. Yeah. Right? yeah. Kids definitely used to smoke those. Yeah. yeah. They still do. They do. I mean, so many people. But what's. We're not past that point. What's the thing that's definitely harming okay, kids? Sorry, it's th- do you guys know what a thread account is? <laughs> Yes. Apparently, no. the threat accounts are kind of blowing up, but like a bunch of dermatologists are upset about it. <laughs> I thought it was a really stupid article, and people are like maybe it is like harmful, but there is this there's this big thing where well, I guess dermatologists and other doctors are like concerned over threat accounts because it's just a bunch of random teens like just doling out like unsolicited advice to their followers and saying things like um. Um, like a post suggesting a diet of eggs, yogurt, salad, and oatmeal and blueberries to lose weight, or like um, like summer tone-up routines, where that promises results if you stop snacking, work out, and jog for three minutes a day, and then like you should make a face mask with apple cider vinegar for your acne, <laughs> but it apparently can cause burns and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, they keep popping up everywhere. Well, it's, it's like, I haven't dumped my cookies on, like, my Google Chrome or anything, so this is why this probably happened to me. But, like, I was, like, looking them up because I was reading this article, and now they're just popping up all over the place for me. Like, I was on Pinterest, and I got a bunch recommended to me, and I really like this one. It's called um, Smelling Like a Snack. And it's a bunch of, like, how to smell really good. And it, like, recommends that you should shower in, like, day and night. And you have to have a full set of, like, like like a lotion, a perfume, a body wash, and, like, a body spray. And they all have to have the same sm- scent. And you have to put all those on twice a day so you can smell like a snack. I love the comment at the bottom of this article. This article is from BuzzFeed News. Yeah, it is. The number one comment is, the tips promoted by these pages are no different (laughs) to those promoted on those long-ass lists of hacks and tricks posted on BuzzFeed every five minutes. (laughs) Which I think is pretty accurate. That is very accurate. Yes. BuzzFeed's just one thread account. (laughs) BuzzFeed just says like, oh, there are accounts out there that are posting lists of advice that no one asked for, and it's really bad. (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Who would do such a thing? They're just trying to get rid of their competition. I didn't look at these comments, but I like the next one where it's like, you constantly promote that Aztec clay mask mixed with apple cider vinegar. And like this article is like, don't do that. But BuzzFeed's like, you should do that. (laughs) Yeah. God, BuzzFeed. Um, 
All right, Bud Light's doing something weird. Bud Light? Oh. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Fridge. Uh, so, those of you in this podcast who have any sort of sports knowledge know that the Cleveland Browns last season went winless. They went 0-16. Uh, while it's not the first time that it's happened, it's still pretty fucking awful and amazing at the same time. It's the second and time. And so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the Lions did it a long time ago, but that's it. Eight years ago. Uh, wait, what? It was eight years ago. Or ten years it ago. It was eight years ago? Ten years oh, ago. I thought it was like 20 years ago. No, that was in our life. I remember. Really? Yeah, there was a Lions fan that went to my school, and we ripped on him endlessly for it. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Ian awesome. went Ian, to your school? Yeah. yeah. Ian was also alive for that and remained a fan. Cool. Damn. Um, anyway... Uh, in order to, uh, I don't, I don't know if it was to like encourage fans or to rip on them a little bit more, but Bud Light scattered a bunch of fridges stocked full of Bud Light across Cleveland and they're like padlocked. And the moment that the Browns win their first game this season, the padlocks will come off. And fans can just grab as much free beer as they like want. Fun. This seems like a massive waste of electricity. We should all yeah. take a How trip to they, they even... and hope that <laughs> I want some free Bud Light. <laughs> That's hope. How is it, it going to work without like an open intoxicant in public laws being violated? Not like, all states have those. I, I don't know if Cleveland has that. And, and also, like, underage, you know, because... They, they showed them. They're literally just a giant fridge that says Bud Light and Cleveland Browns on it. And it has, a like, a giant chain around the fridges. Yeah. And supposedly the chains will just fall off when they really win. Cool. So, like, so your, you know, your kid walking down the street could technically just grab a Bud Light, in, in theory. I, but uh, my favorite comment uh, that Bud Light made was... Uh, every month we will restock the beer to m- make sure that it remains fresh for the for the first one. Because <laughs> they're they're not expecting it to go quickly. Um, uh, so there are zones in Ohio that allow outdoor drinking, but they are usually um, right around like stadiums or like very specific areas. So they might have just put these fridges in those types of areas mm-hmm. to get around. It's possible. Because they, they, they just said that they're scattered around Cleveland. So, yeah. you know, they could be outside, you know, you know, basketball stadiums, football stadiums, baseball stadiums. Who knows? Makes sense. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. It is. Going to the breakouts. In the arms of the angels. <laughs> is that a good transition? That was the perfect transition, Ryan. Thank you. Alright. Uh just a super quickie thing, because I'm fighting off a NyQuil. Um <laughs> JoJo's b- <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, uh, dude! I totally popped a quaalude earlier. If I fight it off for much longer, things are gonna get weird. Oh, they're already weird. Oh my God. Um, 
JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3, Stardust Crusaders, uh, just ended its English dub run on Toonami last Saturday. And, yeah, it's fucking spectacular. Um, that, 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 that... Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Um, Andrew, you piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> that last fight was really great. Um... Basically, they find out in, like, the last couple of episodes that the main villain, his, like, special psychic power is that he can stop time for a couple of seconds. And rather than use... Oh, you mean that thing that the worst fucking character in Dragon Ball Z did 25 years ago? Correct. Uh, Except this guy doesn't just kill people with it. He mostly fucks around. And that was pretty hilarious. Um, Like... There's one scene where he's waiting at the top of the stairs, just goading this one guy to come and attack him. And then the one guy's like, fine, I'm going to come up there and I'm going to fuck you up. Takes three steps up the stairs. And then all of a sudden he's at the bottom of the stairs again. And this happens a couple of times. And it's, it's honestly really great. Um, oh, what, what, while that is very funny... Um, I don't, I don't, for, I mean, first off, you, like, anyone listening to this who was going to watch that show now, now had it spoiled for them. Oh, it, this came out, like, the, this originally came out in the fucking 90s, it's fine. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Never mind, then. Um, but I think far and away my favorite part in, uh, in this string of episodes is when, uh, they're fighting a guy who has the power to uh, reverse age people, like into children, and then all the way back into fetuses. Uh, and this guy Ew. is just very obviously a pedophile. Like, that's super clear. Um, he turns one of the guys into a kid, like, tries chasing him down. Uh, the good guy, like, just barely manages to outwit him, but his mind's slowly reverting into a child, and, like, that's not great. Uh, but then the pedophile guy stumbles across the uh, main character, uh, Jotaro, the, the, the Jojo in part three, uh, turns him into like an eight-year-old kid. And then he's just mocking him like, oh, what are you going to do now? You're not going to do shit because I'm about to kill you with this giant axe I have. Uh, and then the good guy just walks right up to him as an eight-year-old, uppercuts him into the balls, grabs him by the collar because he's like, Falling onto his knees in so much pain, headbutts him in the nose, and then just starts wailing on him with his little kid fists, and that—that that is also fucking spectacular. Anime. It's pretty great. Can you imagine that in live what? action? <laughs> I would love to see an eight-year-old kick the shit out of a pedophile in live action. I don't like pedophile depictions and live action shit. Yeah. It's just fucking creepy. Fair enough. Um, how creepy? I mean, like, there's there's gonna have to be someone that goes on screen and in front of a camera where everyone can see them, pretend to be someone who wants to have sex with children. It's it's not going to be a, a great experience for anyone involved. Yeah. Yeah. Fair That's enough. Well. Uh, I've been playing what is apparently the greatest fucking video game ever made. <laughs> no, that's an overstatement, but um, have you guys played Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag? I have not. 
I've played a little. Because it, it's incredible. Uh, like, it's actually, like, <laughs> I loved the Assassin's Creed series, but I kind of, like, stopped playing after 3, even though I liked it a lot more than most people. 4 is incredible. Like, it is it is the most fun, like, piratey, just goof around, like, game I have ever played, and I can't get enough of it. I started playing it, like, two weeks ago. I bought it at a, on the Steam sale for, like, I don't even remember, like, five bucks or something. And I've already put in, like, 28 hours. And, like... Jesus it's, Christ. Dude, it's an absolute blast. Like, the the main problem I'm running into is that, um, like, it's open world, so you can just, like, go around the seas pirating ships. And I have so much fun doing that that I'm, like, really, really overpowered for the actual missions. Like, my ship is ridiculous. Like, I just roll up, and, like, they're clearly building up this battle to be some, like insane back and forth fight and it's i just wipe out the ship in like 10 seconds because i'm just a god like it is seriously <laughs> so much goddamn fun i i am so happy that i i gave it a chance for five dollars because boy assassin's creed made at least one more good game after the after the desmond quote-unquote trilogy well here, here's the thing. The only Assassin's Creed game that I've actually played through is Assassin's Creed Three, oh, and God. really Ooh. the only, I really the only thing I enjoyed about that game was the part where you tool around on your ship and fuck shit up. Yeah. And that wasn't even open world, but like it was still so fun to like basically just be a pirate ship. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. But for some reason, I bought it like even after black flag had come out and so i was going to get black flag and i like i never did because there was other games coming out um i played it a couple of times with some friends and i thought it was really fun but i never got the chance to do it and like that's the game that made me think oh sea of thieves would be super cool oh god because i'm like oh i remember how much i enjoyed like being a pirate and like wanting to play black flag (laughs) and then it just turned out to kind of be like a really boring game but. Well, it looks like you can pick it up for PS4 used for like eight bucks. Go Wait, for it's, it. It's on. It's on PS4. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Sorry, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's been over a year since you came out, <laughs> and I've been wanting to play you, but Assassin's Creed 4 is calling. Priorities. It's pretty cheap, and I, I I know a lot of people don't like the land combat. Like they say that they'd wish they could just stay on the ship all the time, but like the land combat's just. Like standard Fine. Assassin's Creed, so I I, mm-hmm. I loved it. I don't know. Have you played any of the other uh, Assassin's Creed games? Yeah, I played all of them up to four now. I played one, two, uh, Brotherhood, Revelations, three, and now four. Okay, cool. But then I stopped. And Origins also looks like a completely different video game at this point, so I think it's too late. Mm. You gonna get Odyssey? No. Fair enough. Or Origins, while it's a different game, is supposed to be pretty good. That's what I've heard, but yeah, it'll always probably be in the uncanny valley for me, where it's like almost mm. what I remember and loved, but not quite. Okay. Uh, Andrew, Jade, you guys got anything, or uh, too taken with the move? Too taken with the move. <laughs> yeah, it's been it a long weekend. Terrible. <laughs> well, then I have some good news for you guys. Coming to you from the group chat. I know... Oh, wait. Um, fuck, what should the poppy song for this be? Or memetic song, at least. Psycho killer, run, run, run away. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That was majestic. Um, I know how much the two of you guys like Total Drama Island. Hey, I like that too. Just gonna throw it out there. Oh my God, Ryan! Why? I know <laughs> how much like, the I'm three here too. of you like Total Drama Island, and I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's uh, another TV show made by the same people called Sixteen. Yep. That I would yep. actually argue might be the better of the two, but hey, that's just my opinion. Doesn't matter though. I don't I, agree. I greatly enjoyed be... Sixteen. <laughs> Thank you, Jade. Uh, but it doesn't matter because there's going to be a crossover Muppet Babies esque. TV show called Total Drama Rama. That's all the characters from the series in preschool. It looks like there's only one yeah. character from 16 confirmed, and everyone else is from Total Drama Island. And he's like a yeah. stoner, but a baby. Jude. What's yeah. the appeal yeah. of having these baby c- cartoons? Yeah. I never really also, got it. it. I don't. I don't know. In canon, like they all met each other in season yeah. one. Yeah. Which is the only well, season like I watched, by the way, because that was the only good one. Oh. <laughs> I watched season one and then most of season two, but. Yeah. Yeah, like it. I. I mean, I watched the uh, the preview for it that you put on the planning doc. It seems terrible. Right. Yeah. It, it's. I don't know. It seems really stupid because yeah, it doesn't make any sort of sense within the universe. And, like, Chef is there, and he's, like, like a, the preschool teacher or something like that. And, I don't know. It just seems really stupid. It's mm. also kind of a worn-out idea. Remember that there was, like, that Looney Tunes Babies show? Yeah. My sister watched that all the time. I watched that. That's different than Tiny Tunes, though, right? Those are two different things? Yeah, that's different, because the baby Looney Tunes is its own thing, I think. Okay. Cool. Oh my god. So I'm clicking through these characters that are confirmed for the new one and I'm just like seeing them, like their image, and I can immediately like do a voice impression of like every single one of them because I remember it so much. Go literally go, my favorite one. Go to pick, oh, pick a give, character. Give me, give me your best Owen. Oh dude! Like I was just sitting there and everything was crazy. <laughs> All I remember is that he was what? just like super excited and like kind of broy, but also like obviously way over the top because he's huge. Yes. Give uh, me a Cody. Um, uh, one second. Let me see the picture. Oh no, Cody wasn't memorable in season one. Didn't he get voted off like almost immediately? Yep. I don't remember Cody. Um. Gwen. Uh. <laughs> this is gonna not be great Uh, no no, no, uh, no, scratch that scratch that give me a trevor trevor wasn't he the sport guy trevor total drama who is trevor (laughs) i thought he was a sport guy i might be wrong oh trevor was the guitar dude who was oh okay yeah probably just spaced out yeah. yeah, this bit didn't go where I wanted it to. <laughs> give, give me a Lashana. Oh, yeah, Andrew? No. <laughs> yeah. You said you would do it. Oh, boy. Why do you... Cut uh, all that... this, Lucas. Oh, she she got with the Napoleon Dynamite character. 
Harold. Harold. Yeah. Give me a Harold. Everyone's going to sound oh. the same. I'm just realizing. Yeah, like, gosh. Very Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. Oh. Oh, I'm, all I'm doing is just trying to win the game. Because I got my man skills. <laughs> and then he has nunchucks, I think. <laughs> yeah. Bring oh. me my chapstick. God. Oh, I love that show. Uh, you guys good to sign off? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wild card. I'm holding you hostage. Yeah, everyone needs to stay. In the podcast. <laughs> While Ryan is filibustering, be sure to smash the subscribe button and follow us on V2 at underscore podcast. No, wait. Uh. Two no uh, at v two underscore podcast. There we go. That, that's the. Handle. As a listener, I would not have known what you had said at all. I wouldn't bother to go figure it out. <laughs> Smash that motherfucking like button. That's clear. <laughs> I just I just, that's... I just imagine the like hit hit the nut button meme, but it's just like a button that says subscribe in the hand. Like, like the, the deep the fried meme hand, hand coming in. Hand coming in to pull, pull yeah. <laughs> that might be a meme on our Twitter eventually. <laughs> what's what's the what's the top text gonna say? When when you finish one when episode, Lucas tells you to smash you enjoyed, the subscribe button. Uh, our commentary. <laughs> when Ryan does an Owen impersonation. Yeah. Memes sound so lame when you say them out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. It's an anime. It's an anime guy who sees a butterfly, right? And he doesn't know what it is, and so he asks if that is a butterfly. Is this a subscribe but the butterfly button? is something else, and the guy is someone else, and it's always asking if it's something else. What, what so if it's just? This... What if it's just a diagram with a dog wearing pants two different ways? So there's, so there's this dude, and he looks kind of normal, but he's, like, made of light. And then, like, there's another dude, but he, like, kind of looks like he's, like, a little smarter than the dude before. <laughs> Good lord. And eventually it's just, like, a universe in the vague shape of a humanoid, like, shape. Yeah. I said shape twice. Mm. When the when the Nyquil kicks in too early. <laughs> picture of Lucas. Smash, <laughs> smash the like quilled. button. Yeah, no, a picture of Lucas quilled out on his bed <laughs> with the deep fried meme, <laughs> Mr. Krabs, like. <laughs> oh God! Explain, <laughs> Mr. Krabs is a character, and then the fact that he's a meme. <laughs> A meme of just a blurry face that looks kind of confused. <laughs> but also a crab. Yeah, he has nothing to do with the meme other than the fact that he's kind of confused. How would, you, how would you even explain the SpongeBob, like, bent over, making, like, mocking something? <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, no. It's, it's a yellow sponge, and he's bent over, and he's got a really stupid face. And he's saying what you said, but in a stupid... <laughs> 
Yeah, and he's saying what you're saying, but stupid. Also, SpongeBob is a character that exists. He's a talking sponge who wears pants and goes to work as a fry cook and can't drive a boat, which is also just a car. <laughs> Aliens land on the planet. You've explained 99% of human existence to them. You get to memes. Pull up the internet. That's the first thing that comes up. What do you That's do? the entire concept of the meme explaining series on um what's it called? Thank you. Super deluxe. <laughs> it's Hello. just explaining memes to aliens. <laughs> to aliens. It's very funny. Good night, guys. All right. Good night. <laughs>